0: Every day, millions of dollars are lost to a lack of IT oversight and inefficient infrastructure. At QEH2, we take your security seriously and can
1: handle everything from a new business startup to a Fortune 500 looking to make a change. We are an IT company that puts your needs first. Call QEH2 today at 303-688-7531 or visit us online at www.qeh2.com. Mention the Ladies Chit Chat Club and receive a free security evaluation. 303-688-7531. QEH2 Business Intelligence. Hello, my friends, you are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Taverly and I am your host. I'm here to share my entrepreneurial journey with you and we will be bringing on some amazing women who've been helping me mentoring me and inspiring me on how Grit and Grace helps them crush it in business, relationships, fitness, family, friends, and all that good stuff. Now let's get started. Okay, my friends, today is really special, as I'm joined by Courtney Olson, and if you have not heard of her, I can promise you that your life is going to be better after listening to this show. This woman is on a mission to empower women across the world to embrace self-love and a radical, no-holds-barred approach to battling society's judgmental view of gender, beauty, race, and all that stuff. And what I love about Courtney is her selfless approach to sharing her story and her darkest days, so every woman, no matter what their story is, can see hope on the other side. Courtney, my friend, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me, Tab. How are you? I'm doing super great. It's sunny here in Denver. What's it like in Vegas? Oh, I wouldn't know. I haven't left the apartment
2: in a few days, so <laughs> from looking out the window, though, it looks brisk. But um, you know, it's not snowing like it was a week ago.
1: So I was going to ask you. That's very strange for it to snow in Vegas. How often does that happen?
2: I think I heard the last time it snowed was eight years ago, or maybe 15 years ago. But I only just arrived here a few, a couple of weeks ago, so it was a nice welcome back home to the USA, a gift from the gods. And uh, I'm I'm glad it's gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unlike here in Denver, where we have been dumped on repeatedly, all. No, yeah. On. And I don't complain, you know, mother nature needs, needs, needs some, some water every now and again. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So Courtney, you know, you know how I feel about the mission that you, you have and the way that you share your story, you know, that it, it matters to me and it matters to so many other people out there across the world. You know, I, I think that we should start with me asking the question, why, um, you know, why, why does this matter so much to you? That's a good question.
2: And it's probably the most important question that every person in business, especially women, is to ask themselves, why, why are you doing what you do? Why are we doing what we do? Because if you don't have an answer to that, and you're an entrepreneur, you know, it's going to be a real bumpy ride. It's already a bumpy ride. (laughs) Let's keep it real. Yeah. Um, but you know if, if the why wasn't as strong as it is I would have quit what I was doing ages ago uh, so you know the 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 reason why it is important and uh, um, you know I have to remind myself some days that I'm not God you know that there, there is a God I believe <laughs> and I am not it you know I, I, I don't know exactly what that is or what it looks like or how it's defined but I, I do have to remind myself that you know there's there's a greater force out there that is guiding and directing me to, to serve mankind and to do that job. And that I don't need to actually save the world. You know, apparently there've been other Messiahs who've come before me, like some guy named Jesus or something. I don't know. There's, there's a number of them who, who've come and, and done their work, you know, to, to save the world. And it's not me. Like I need to let that go, but I do have, this belief tab that if women, if the, if the female energy isn't lifted up, that we are screwed as a human race, you know, that energy of caring, compassionate, loving, listening, empathy, fixing all these things that the planet is severely lacking right now, uh, then we are going to be in absolute peril very soon. So you know, that's kind of the thing that drives me and gets me out of bed. I, I don't have kids. Uh, but I, I do think, gosh, you know, there's so much to be fixed and so much to address out here in the world and, and it's gonna come from women. You know, we've we've been held back for so long and we are all so trapped in our mental prison of first world problems, of gold plated problems of I'm too fat, I'm too old, I'm too short, I'm too fit thin I'm too my boobs are too saggy I have wrinkles you know all these things that truly actually don't matter at the end of the day that we can't use our mental faculties to address issues that are needing to be addressed so right that's that's kind of it you know and obviously when you're somebody who has spent their entire life in pain and misery and have managed to walk out the other side you know you want to help others do that as well and you want to you want to help wake everybody else up right so it's you know it's it's definitely something that um i can't put to bed there are days though, i'll tell you like last night i i was ready to I had another i'm quitting moment uh, <laughs> I, I put it all out there on instagram i was like yep i, I got stood up by an investor flew all the way to LA they missed a flight and didn't bother to tell me so I you know until I landed Mm -hmm. and um spent the day flying around for no apparent reason and at any rate uh I just you know had a a case of the you know what it's and um yeah you just you gotta you know you gotta realize why you started and Mm -hmm. and come back to your why and um and and keep going you know
1: and you know, so. there's one thing that I think is really important that you've just briefly touched on, and that is that, you know, the reason why you can deliver this message to other women about their external pieces, not determining their internal value, mm. right? You you are able to address that to the masses because you have you have been on the other side you have allowed you know and and so many of us women gosh you know we have spent so much of our lives trying to fit into something that we were told is what makes us special when that has absolutely nothing to do with it and the reason why you can relate to so many people or so many people can relate to you is because you've been on that other side Mm -hmm. you've been on the side where it's painful. We, we shame ourselves. You know, we don't, we don't feel worthy enough to be who we are because we don't, you know, we're not, we're not something that society says is the definition of, of perfect.
2: Mm -hmm. That's right. And it's just, you know, um, I think a majority of women in Western society are in the exact same boat. It's so rare. I, 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 can't even think of one person that I've met that hasn't been touched by this element of not good enough and and not worthy and equating our value to our exterior. I don't think I've met one woman and I've, I mean, I know I've met a lot of women i have lived in Mm -hmm. Singapore, Australia, Thailand, I've been all over the world. And, um, I've just, you know, haven't met her yet. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) Yeah, I found that very interesting. You know, and I'll mention this before I forget, too. I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called the natural gift assessment. But apparently, and I learned this in a personal development workshop years ago, and it truly gave me some uh, relief and um, knowing that I'm not crazy. There is apparently this test, this, you know, um, assessment that uh, there's 20 gifts that we can, you know, we're born with, and there's three different levels. There's primary, secondary, and complementary. And mm. if you're born with one of these gifts as your primary gift, like that is your your driving force. And we can have multiple ones, and you know, um, the, there is this one gift called um, the gift of giving. And basically, what that means is if you see a problem in the world. And you can probably relate to this because what mm-hmm. you're doing—you you want to help other yeah. women so much, right? If it, there's if there's a problem in the world and you feel like you can fix it, you will stop at nothing, and it will keep you up at night, you know, staring at the ceiling. It'll get you out of bed, you know. Obviously, that helps to have a strong why, but having this gift of giving as one of your as a primary gift kind of helped me think like, oh, wow, okay, I'm not crazy. This is actually something good, and it's a gift. It's not like I'm cursed, Mm because I used to think like, ah, I can't shut it off, and I can't stop thinking about wanting to help everybody else. And am I just a people pleaser? Do I need to go to a 12-step program for that? You know, (laughs) Uh, but, but learning that, you know, it's an actual gift, and I imagine, you know, a lot of women listening to this can relate because that is the reason why a lot of us get into business is because we feel like we have a solution and we want to offer that to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we forget that obviously it's, it's very challenging in doing that, but, uh, you know, to, if, it, if this helps anybody you know, look at that as a potential gift that you're born with and it's non-transferable and you're not crazy. And it's actually, you know, a good thing. Uh, and I'll, I'll leave with this on, on that topic. There's another gift called the gift of poverty. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, if you pass somebody in the street or you might know somebody who always looks disheveled, you know, I had a webmaster who, who mm-hmm. wears like <laughs> TiVa sandals and socks and a fanny pack and sweatpants. And just, you know, his hair is always just looks like Jesus. And I'm just like, man, Owen, you know, why don't, why don't you dress up a little bit? You know, maybe put on some, <laughs> some shoes for once. Or, or socks, you know, maybe. I mean. No, he wears socks. That's the oh, With the sandals? <laughs> yes. Yes. With the sandals. Like, oh my goodness. I, I, anyway. And, you know, after I learned that actually it, there's this thing called the gift of poverty. You know, someone like Mother Teresa would have had that as her primary gift. These people just mm. do not see value in, you know, spending money on things like presentation and clothing and pampering and so forth. And that—that's actually a gift. Mm. And that completely, radically shifted my perspective when I walk by people on the street and I, I, you know, get that negative self-talk where it's like, "Oh, what are you wearing?" Or you know, it's like, mm. actually, no, this person is gifted. Right on. Here, give me a high five. Off you go. So. Uh, you know, that's that's something um for, for people to look into if you know they're wondering why they're if they're potentially crazy and you know, well, people pleaser.
1: Yeah, and I love that you address that <gasps> because honestly giving a lot of yourself to other people is not it's not easy. I mean you No. You you put yourself out there in ways that very few people will. And you know, I know that we're gonna include access to all of your social media um, in the show notes, but you know, you, you really, you really share what life is like. And I cannot tell you how many times I've seen something that you've posted. And I think to myself, gosh, yeah, I know. You're right. Yes. (laughs) But oh my gosh, you just did that on social media. Like that is, (laughs) (laughs) is like I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. But you know what? That's, that is, that is what you're talking about. Your gift, that's your drive is to know that because you're doing that, people are listening and thinking yeah i'm not i'm not crazy because things have been so difficult or things have been messed up you know i you know courtney i've had like 12 major surgeries in my body and i have half the organs that i was born with and i've lost part of a breast as a complication from having a, a lumpectomy and all kinds of crazy stuff has happened and you know what it's so difficult and very few people you know they see the the blonde hair the polished face and and the, the truth is, is that it's hard, right? My my body, I have to fight to stay alive every day. And I know that you've just recently been through something similar, having your implants removed. And I am just so proud of you for sharing that. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's, it's funny
2: because I've had, you know, see people message and be like, oh, you're so brave and thank you. And I'm like, uh, and I actually read, I, I attempted to take some notes on my phone in bed one night shortly after the surgery. And I'd apparently had, you know, too many pain pills cause mm-hmm. you could barely read what I was writing. Uh, and you know, what I was trying to say is, is that it's, you know, bravery is like when, you know, not winning, the wrong word, obtaining a purple heart, you know, fighting in a war, mm-hmm. uh, um, overcoming, you know, like stuff that you're dealing with and getting up every day, despite the fact that you you have to fight for your life or, you know, being a person of color, living in a still racist area of the United States and leaving your house every day and not having to worry about getting shot or, you know, pulled over by the cops. Like that's bravery. You know, I, I look at it as, uh, you know, it's just keeping it real. I, I, you know, there's always trolls. There'll always be trolls and, and people who have, you know, Something to say, and that will judge you. But what I've found as part of you know my own sanity and building confidence is just accepting everything that I've done and and just being complete. If I if I can talk about it first, then nobody can talk about it behind my back. Right. You know what I mean. And if they right. do, it's like, well, you just look like a complete asshole. <laughs> you just good. look like a complete. <laughs> you just look like a complete jerk. And. uh you know, and, and move on. But that's, that's kind of the thing. And it's like, if I, if I say it first, then it is what it is and I clearly accept it and end story. So yeah. um, I find that authenticity is incredibly freeing. You know, we don't have to, to live with, you know, the um, guilt and shame or remorse, or we just, you know, bring it to the light, accept it, put it out there, hopefully help more people. And move on right. and there will be people that want to to bring you down and and say negative things but you know i think after dealing with all the, <laughs> the comments from my viral watermelon smashing videos <laughs> and and phases me now you know i've been on the headlines of papers in australia and media around the world being labeled as uh all kinds of things and you know i, I because I've done the work on myself, you know, and have looked at things, and I know that I'm a good person. You know, when I go to bed at night and put my head on my pillow, I know what I haven't have done, you know, and I know that I have a good heart. So people can say whatever they want, and you know, it, it doesn't faze me. You know, it, it don't get me wrong, I'm a human being, like, I still yeah. will get my feelings hurt about things, or you know, you know if. If someone doesn't tweet me back or, or see me, my ego definitely will still be shattered, you know, <laughs> I have to pick myself back up and, and move on. But that being said, you know, I think it's something that we can all practice a bit more in this new day and age is, is just being authentic. Like this is what it is, you know, get over it. There's nothing to see here. I beat yeah. you to it.
0: Maybe you started a business in your basement or garage, but let's face it, that's lonely. And meeting clients in coffee shops gets old really fast enter rise collaborative workspace rise was started by a woman just like you who knows that you not only need a great space to meet clients but also a great community for support and friendship at rise they have offices or dedicated desk space to rent or drop-in memberships for those client meetings along with weekly learning and social events rise is the perfect workspace for women on the rise check out more about Rise at their fantastic website riseworkspace.com or stop by and check it out for yourself at the corner of Colorado Boulevard and 7th next to Trader Joe's that's Rise Collaborative Workspace at riseworkspace.com and tell them you heard about it from the Ladies Chit Chat Club
1: yeah you know i have a i have a one of my family members caught one of my early podcasts and i was really honest in my first podcast about how difficult it is to start a business. You know, I'm over the age of 40, I have two kids in college, I'm a single parent. Like I put it all on the line. This is this is this yeah. is no joke. I had no there's no backup plan, right? This is only more going yeah. forward. And I talked in my podcast about the challenges I faced and and how I addressed them and I had a family member ask me like aren't you worried about sharing The fact that some things are hard, like, isn't that gonna make people think that you're not capable? And I'm like, uh, no, it's gonna make them see that I'm a human being, I'm a real person. That's right, that's
2: exactly right. And that's what this is all about is like, everybody struggles, every single person. And that's what I say I'm like, if you are following somebody that doesn't have, you know, some uh, level of adversity in their life. Then run for
1: the hills. Yeah, because it's it's not it's not real. So yeah, yeah. and I, I guess that that's a question I would ask for you because because you are a public figure and you you are very active on social media. How you know how do how do you suggest you know the next generation handles a lot of the falseness on social media? Like I have an 18 year old daughter, um, and, and I also have a 21 year old son. But funny enough, my son is like. My, I have a 21-year-old son, and he's like, Mama, I don't really use social media. It's not my thing. And I'm like, hallelujah. Um, but my daughter, you know, like I wonder how, how are we going ad- to address the fact that we want them to really still think about the power of connection, think about the reality of what's false and what's not false, and, and how not to let it really impact them.
2: Well, that's uh, easy for me to answer because I'm just going to tell you to bring her with you to our live <laughs> June 1st through 2nd. Oh my So goodness. she can also come as my guest, and we have a special session for teenage girls on Friday mm-hmm. night for three hours with myself, going through the Self Love Success Academy, and we we talk about all of this stuff. And uh, uh, that is a great question because that that is actually why, and um, or I should say how girl clothing got started was off the back of a, um, a program for teenage girls that i put together you know, five years ago to teach them the the, the tools to learn self-love and, and mm-hmm. to teach them about sisterhood and them understand, you know, that in order for us to get ahead, we've got to get along. And if not, here's what's going to happen to the planet talk, which I was briefly talking about earlier, you know. So um, in, in in doing that, you know, my, the the goal eventually is to take that, program because it what happened was is you know after a couple of years of running it it was amazing we have amazing outcomes and results but we didn't we didn't have appropriate funding and didn't know what we were doing as most of us do with business which I'll get into that shortly uh and you know in the downtime one of my partners got pregnant and in the downtime I thought right how can we take the same mission and vision but take it out to the world and also help mothers. Because what was happening is the teenage girls were going back home and then things would start to deteriorate. And I started to notice, I'm like, oh my goodness, moms need this message more than the girls. Mm. And um, that there was an in-between period there before the clothing line started where I actually went down the path of starting another other business called the seven steps to nourishing your mother daughter relationship,
0: mm. which was
2: like a half day presentation, which then fed into a weekend, you know, seminar, which is similar to what we're doing at girl live, but catered to mothers. Cause I was Love like, moms it. obviously need this information. And then of course the, after five months of working on that, I somehow decided to start the clothing line Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, now that we're, you know, three years into it, the idea is like, great. How can we rebrand that program camp confidence and have it sit underneath the girl umbrella because that content was really strong. And a piece of that content was obviously the body acceptance piece and Mm -hmm. teaching them about photoshop and you know social media and the apps and what it does to our subconscious and then why we go and look in the mirror and think we're ugly because a lot of us just don't have a clue so it's really just about creating awareness and um you know we used that we have this thing called the pledge which is on all of our hang tags uh, with girl clothing but what's funny is that pledge was written for camp confidence and we get the teenage girls to all take the pledge, and then they would get this silicone, you know, wrist bracelet, this turquoise bracelet that said confidence on it and hashtag sisterhood or whatever. So when the girls were out in the street or what have you, the vision was that one day, you know, they'd start seeing the other wristbands, and they knew yeah. straight away that that was their sister. And you see that has basically become what girl clothing is. So instead right. of just this, you know, little plastic. Wristband. Now women see each other with the clothing and they're like, Oh my God. And then boom, straight away they're, they're BFFs. And that is, is, you know, what is amazing. And, and, you know, knowing that um, there, there is hope, you know, there are, there are things out there. And again, I have to remind myself that I'm not here to save the world. (laughs) 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 All you can do is save yourself and then hopefully you know, help a few people along the way. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, the the long-term goal is to put this information in front of your daughter because yeah. it is her generation and those below her who are going to be holding the burden of what we have created over the past several decades, you know, and um, the centuries really. So, uh <laughs> yeah so there is hope don't worry you know we got a plan (laughs) you know it's just a matter of of staying open and um you know i know i i you might have heard me talk about this and and post about this in my social media and stuff and, and i hope this helps some women listening um because it it's really helped me um what I'm, what I'm explaining here is this concept that I call goals, not controls. And um, basically what that means is, is, you know, I've, I've learned to just stay focused on the end result, which is creating a sisterhood and empowering females, you know, or identifying as, you know, so women and girls and, and promoting self-love and as long as I stay focused on that end result and keep showing up, then I'll never quit. Because what's interesting was, you know, when I talked about Camp Confidence, after two years of doing that, I was really upset that it wasn't in, you know, schools across Australia that Obama hadn't called me and been like, hey, I see what you're doing out there, Courtney. Sounds really cool let's come into the White House and have a chat (laughs) you know I was really pissed off I mean I I even got the logo tattooed confidence with a K across my lower back it's hideous it's horrible and because I was so attached Mm. to the detail it was supposed to be this logo it was cyan it looked just like this and this is how it was going to play out I was going to be in schools across the world blah 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 and when that didn't happen you know, I I thought I had failed Mm. and I thought that I um, wasn't going to, you know, wasn't going to make it, wasn't going to succeed, but I kept showing up. And by remaining open, and of course things happen because the universe always has a plan. And if you remain open and just ask, because we have to ask, if we don't ask, you will not receive. Asking you shall receive. That's so true. And it doesn't matter what you think you're asking to, do, or you know whether it's the sky a doorknob the ocean god whoever goddess doesn't matter something greater than yourself you know show up you ask what am i supposed to be doing please guide and direct me lo and behold things happen and now you know we have girl clothing and yeah i got that tattooed so <laughs> hopefully this one sticks
1: <laughs> but well, i think you they'll know, both
2: stick the reality yeah they're there they're there no, they yes, if you're under 18 <laughs> Yeah, if you're under eighteen and you're listening to this, think long and hard before you get that tattoo. Okay, uh, it's funny. I have a scorpion tattooed underneath my belly button because I'm a Scorpio, and I thought, right, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get this tattooed because I don't ever want a baby. I don't want a baby to come along and screw up my six pack abs. And um, you know, I was of course drinking and using drugs at the time um, in my early twenties and uh sure enough it looks like a uh fourth grader drew this on my mm. tattooed it on my belly because I thought well if I get pregnant it'll turn into a lobster <laughs> and that was my I swear to god that was my thinking it was wow. my absolute best thinking at the time yeah so I, I show the kids I'm like hey look you know that tattoo you think you want let me just have a little chat with you about that <laughs> oh, and they start goodness. laughing I'm like yeah You know, so, you know, it's, you got to go through the pain to be able to help somebody out. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're struggling right now, you will make the best mentor because you've actually been there and done that and not just, you know, talk the talk, but walk the walk. So you just keep, keep showing up and keep going. Um, But yes, goals, not controls. That has been my, my motto, my mantra. And, you know, I'm like, look, it might not even be girl clothing that I'm supposed to be doing. I'd surely hope so. But maybe it's not maybe, you know, it's something different. But as long as I just keep showing up on the and asking what it is that I'm meant to be doing and turning over that control, because I'm a control freak, Mm -hmm. it makes the ride so much smoother and i know that there is a power greater than myself guiding me and directing me and that i don't have to have all the answers i just need to be willing and need to remain open minded and things always work out
1: it's hard though i mean you're talking about having faith right it's it's hard having having faith when you've asked that question it's especially for people like you and me, who we want to know where it's going. <laughs> we want to know what's around the corner. Um, and That's right. There's, there's actually no way to know what's around the corner. And, and that little tiny bit of faith when you know that you're doing what you're meant to be doing is still really hard. It doesn't matter. It's hard. Yeah. I like that 100%. a lot and I, I so tell people that don't know about your about the clothing line give people an overview of, of what girl clothing clothes are all about and, and tell them up, i want to talk about the sizing cuz that's my favorite part okay <laughs> um so if,
2: um is my uh, drop a dollar in a jar word or so is actually you know, if i if you if you,
1: if you catch okay. me right I'll start making notes. Down keep yeah, track. Right. Good. And if I say yep. amazing, yep. you can do the same for me because that's that's my word that I need to okay. say. Okay. <laughs>
2: that's what this is. We got to call each other out, hold each other accountable. That's right. sisterhood right there. I almost did it again. Girl clothing is, um, it's amazing. Obviously, I'm going to say that because I'm biased, but we are a clothing line that is based around women empowerment. And we started with the why. We started with wanting to solve a public health crisis, not just sell some t-shirts and get rich. You know, it, it blows my mind. And this is part of my story of wanting to give up last night for a hot second because we, you know, as a startup company, we've been around for three years, uh, but we've bootstrapped this and, you know, we're, uh, we're fundraising right now. Mm -hmm. And it's professionally begging is soul destroying, you know, especially when you believe so much in your brand and the the power that it has to change the world Mm. and you know people are wanting to invest in technology and you're like yeah but what about you know the well being of your 16 year old daughter who's at home cutting herself because she thinks she's fat you know like this isn't about a dollar it's so frustrating (laughs) so Mm. we we had you know limited resources and when we put that into doing something amazing like this commercial we just shot And, you know, I forego getting paid a month or whatever (laughs) because you're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And you put it out there and because you don't pay to play, right? You don't pay to boost it on Instagram or Facebook. People don't see it because this algorithm rubbish and uh, Nike can go and pull clips off of YouTube and then, you know, whack a a clip together that's supposed to be all about women empowerment and saying, you know, Mm. here's to the crazy. And it's like, stop using that word. You know, I I still do, but I I am crazy. So it's okay. (laughs) I've got the diagnosis to prove (laughs) it. So, um, but at any rate, you know, they are putting this out there and women are like, yeah, that's great. But they don't stop and realize that Nike has a board of 14 people and only three of them are women. Mm -hmm. and you know it just you're promoting something of a brand of clothing that you can't even wear or that is photoshopping and airbrushing all of their models and they continue to use a size that is reflective of a very small percentage of us women you know and uh, that was that that moment last night you know between Mm -hmm. like the investors standing me up and Mm -hmm. uh you know that video not getting like this massive amount of traction. Yes. I just was like, you know what? I quit. I'm I'm packing up. I'm <laughs> um, you know what? I'll sell all of this right now today, and I'm gonna go open up a dog sanctuary off the grid somewhere in Thailand. Catch you later, Courtney's Left
1: the building. <laughs> and, then you're gonna, and then you're gonna have thousands just, of women you know, like just me sit there and yeah. Who are going to track you down? Yeah, if you tried that. Yeah. There are going to be thousands of women like that's me that's right, girl You're are going to track you me. down. <laughs> I'm going to come and get you, and I'm going to say, "Oh, oh, no, 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 that's not happening." <laughs> I got to pull you back. That's not
2: how it goes. That's not how the story ends. No, that's right. But so, you know, talking to investors I got over myself
1: quickly, that, but that must be so hard on the investment piece. You know, I, I actually just did a podcast with someone that is doing a startup fundraising academy, and I was shocked. I was shocked when talking fundraising for female-owned businesses and women that are approaching any pitches, and I heard some crazy percentage, not on that podcast, but after I heard some crazy percentage, it's something like most men, like 89% of men are only going to fund men, period. So if you are not in front of women, they are not going to invest in you. Because yeah. men are going to, they want, they're only yeah. going to invent, and I, I, my head wanted to explode, but anyway, I digress. That was a little rant. There's a toverly rant right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's Tom. I keep saying Tav. Tom.
1: No, it's Tov, um, Tav. T. People call me T. You can call you me You
2: answer tea. to anything, just not, no, I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might even, too depends on what. Well, that's,
2: <laughs> Right oh, it's good that you have these, you know, rants and aha moments. You know, I've spent a majority of 2018 having those where you realize, you know, I, I've recently had that awakening of being a a white person and that concept of white privilege. And I was like, Mm. what do you mean privilege? You don't know my life and my story and rah, rah, rah. Mm. And, um, you know, I got very defensive and then as I started to listen and and be open to this stuff, I realized that, okay, that just means I have privilege, meaning I don't have to worry about the color of my skin when I leave the house, Right. you know, um, privilege in a sense that I can go to a concert and listen to it, you know, I I was born with my hearing and my sight, you know, I spent time with a deaf man for two weeks in Alabama before we wrapped up our distribution center and Uh, we had there was a tornado warning and I'm like he can't hear the siren like just these moments Mm -hmm. of like oh my gosh you know like men you know just supporting men and realizing you know as a a white woman I tend to do a lot of business with other white women it's just how we are programmed and Mm -hmm. you know how can I be a better ally and amplify voices of women of color so they can share their experience without me putting my filter on it because, right. you know, I'm a very, <laughs> it's been a very interesting year to say the least, you know, <laughs> and realizing that, uh, when we started girl clothing, it was just about body representation and making sure that we were showing the body, it, all bodies. Right. And, um, then it became, okay, so this needs to be about age this needs to be about abilities so women who are wheelchair athletes don't feel like they're you know excluded this needs to be about color obviously so you know women of color know that they're included because we just don't we just don't think that way when yeah you know we don't have to you're right so
1: yeah you're right i have yeah. a one of my closest friends is located just outside of toronto and um, she was recently job hunting and she for the first time she told me that she experienced two ways of being discriminated against and one of them is that she strongly believes that the people that were interviewing her a did not advance her because she was black and b yep. she felt like she experienced ageism like for the first time that she was not progressed yeah. because she's like over 40 she's not like young and hip and i i i yep. You know, I, I recognize that there's a lot of things that I have privilege to that I haven't had to experience. And that's recognizing that you don't know that is a big deal. It is. And it, you know, it can
2: be painful. Like it's almost, you know, embarrassing to a degree, but, and then being like, well, how can we help fix that? Cause it just, you know, our uh, goal of creating this global sisterhood is amazing, but it can't work if it's just a bunch of white women at the front leading the charge, you know, who are (laughs) under 40. It's like, nah, it's all women. And how can we show up for each other? And, you know, it's funny. uh, I read a blog. This was after Trump got elected Mm. and these, this woman, it was an Asian woman. And she said, you know, if you weren't at a black lives matter March, you're not my sister and I do not march with you. And I got so pissed off. I was like, how is that helping anything? Like at least women are coming out and showing up. And I wrote this blog about it and I sent it to um, a, a friend of mine who I've met through the clothing line. And I had her come out and, and model for us for the website because she was like, where are all the sisters at? And I'm like, oh yeah, well, come on out. We can't afford it, but let's make it happen. And um, I, I wrote this blog and she was, you know, I was basically saying things like, you know, why do we, I don't see color and, you know, can't we all just be one, you know, unified race of women? And she was like, no, 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 you can't post that. She's like, what you're saying is, is you're basically asking me to hang up my skin before I leave the house and to not recognize my culture or my heritage. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And from there, it's just been this awakening of like, oh yeah, we can't just, you know, show up to things when we think it's convenient or just affects us because the reality is is if it affects you know a woman of color it's going to impact me and we we all need to start showing up for each other whether it's you know going to um women's sports you know games whatever the case might be shopping at women-owned businesses however we can going you know raising our voice going to marches whatever like moving forward this needs to be the time to 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 make it happen and to put our differences aside and, and to, to help each other out, you know? And I think that's, that is what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of that happen and uh, slowly, but surely, you know, this Rome wasn't built overnight. At least that's what they say. <laughs>
1: so right. you know,
2: okay. we just well, keep, we just keep showing up. And if that's the reality, you know, is um, I went to uh, Visa headquarters last year and and did a little, Uh, show there and the the woman that was helping me get in there my foot in the door said you know this was the first time in her life that she was worried about losing her job because you know she was she'd been there for so long but you know she goes and gets Botox and all the rest of it to do her best to remain youthful looking because otherwise she's afraid she's going to lose her job and I was like that's just ridiculous Mm. you know so we, we've got we've got a lot of work to do, and that's why it is so important that women who are entrepreneurs in in business need to keep showing up. Because this isn't just about you being successful. It's like you're fighting for the rest of women across the world. Yes. you know, like we've we've got we've got a lot of work to do, and the, you know the, the the planet is counting on us. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so despite the fact of how hard things are on a daily basis, starting out, you know, just remember that,
1: you know, we're counting on you. So, you know, (laughs) just keep showing up. That's all all you got to do. Right. So, and that's, that ties into the piece that your brand and your mission approaches in terms of women supporting women. It's, it's, I mean, it's community, this is community. And, and it, to me it means a lot because, and as I'm sure you have, and actually I'm sure every woman that's listening has experienced that some of the most painful experiences we've had from others are from other women. And it's, it's different now. I mean, or at least maybe I am choosing to be in different spheres where women treat each other with respect because the the competitive side of, um, a female athletes like yourself, like I've experienced in my past, that that competition between women is really, really, really painful. And I think that the community you're building to address that in a way of support is is so damn awesome. Thank you,
2: thank you. I really appreciate that. And you're right because it's uh, it's crippling, hmm. you know. And it the isolation is the root cause of all of our ailments, you know. Whether we're binge eating or, you know, sex addict or, you know, just unhappiness in general, you know, is because we feel like we're isolated and we don't belong to a community of people who support and love us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you have your community and you're LinkedIn and you feel like people care about you and believe in you, expect miracles. You know, mm-hmm. that's when the magic happens. And the thing about, you know, going back to your daughter, it's like at least she's 18 now, but man, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, these girls and what they're experiencing at school with their little clicks and social media is so much easier to be bullied. Like I was bullied really bad in, in the fifth and sixth grade, primarily the sixth grade. There was this one girl and I was, I was always outed by her, you know, in our group of friends. And I just used to go home crying my eyes out. And, um, I had no level of assertiveness mm. or, you know, uh, not a mean bone in my body. And it was a super painful time for me, but, um, you know, seeing what girls have to go through now with the exclusion and how they can take pictures of things or screenshot things and then broadcast it to an entire school mm. versus, you know, not having social media, um, prior to 1999 or 2005 is night and day difference. And mm-hmm. so the the message really isn't just about, you know, like empowering women, but really, again, coming back to the root and reaching girls and saying, mm-hmm. look, you know, like this is why you got to get along. And, you know, it's funny when I talk to uh, younger girls and some of them, <laughs> I say, look, this is the theory, right? Some people say it's not true. Some people say it is, but did you know that supposedly like, if you did the same job as a boy you would make 77 cents to his dollar and you know they're they're like what and i was like that's right and here's why it's because we're holding each other back as a gender we gotta start getting along start working together and supporting each other Mm. and then all of a sudden you know they got the camaraderie or i'll play i used to play the there's a movie called the stoning of soraya m and it's based on a true story And Hmm. this woman in somewhere in the Middle East, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it. She was accused of adultery by her husband because he basically wanted a new wife. And um, she was just simply having conversations with her neighbor. And all of a sudden, then that turns into a thing. And she gets put in her wedding dress and her hands tied behind her back. And she's buried up to her waist and her sons are the first one to throw rocks at her head along with her father oh. and they stone her. And it is very graphic, you know, so I'd, I'd only show the trailer and um, I'd turn that off and I'd say, so you said you didn't want to go to school, you know? so let's talk about that. And then I'd bring up um, Malala and be like, "You know, do, we, do you know who this young girl is? She was shot in the forehead because she wouldn't get off the bus because she wanted an education you know and, and i just would go off and these teenage girls were just shocked like they had no clue what happened outside of australia and i'm like you know so you can sit here and complain about how hard it is but let me remind you and then you know you just you see them start to be like yeah there's a greater there's a greater need for us to get along like we've got to start getting it together so we can start addressing bigger problems like the rest of the world you know how much of the world lives in actual poverty right. outside of western world i right. mean like let's let's get let's get our, this, this let's get it together and so right. you know it's really um it's re, it's really 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 important and especially for younger women and especially you know mothers are leading the charge and mm-hmm. you know by time kids are teenagers anyways they already have their beliefs and, yeah. and so forth but right. you know there is this idea that we are breaking the cycle so new mothers can have an awareness around how they're acting in front of their kids especially when it comes to their own self-talk i don't know about you but i know my mom was so full of self-hatred she was also sick you know i I come from an alcoholic family and we're best friends today uh, by the grace of god which is amazing we have an amazing relationship but at the time you know not the case and poor woman was on every diet you can think mm-hmm. of every diet pill um you know she had lost her hair because of the limes disease and would wear wigs and, mm-hmm. and i was just constantly talking about how ugly she was and how fat she was and as kids we soak that up we are sponges and we create beliefs and you know um now at least women have this awareness around how they're they're talking about themselves in front of their kids or making comments about other people and you know because that's all it is self awareness is the most powerful tool you can possibly possess. You, yeah. know, you ask Richard Branson, that's like the first thing he looks for in people bringing onboarding onto his team is having self awareness because if you don't have any awareness, then there's no problem to solve. Like I just said that earlier today on the story on Instagram, it's like that's why we do things like the pledge which I mentioned earlier which is on all of our hang tags mm. is to say things out loud and create an awareness about how negative we are towards ourselves as well right. as other women right you know and you know we we're all going to still have those thoughts you know we're still going to have that spew of ego coming out that's just our you know incessant self-chatter but we are not our thoughts right and as long as we can catch that and then observe it and be like, "Huh, that's interesting," and not be attached to. Oh, I said that. You know, it's mm. like no, it's just, it's just random stuff. I said, mm. I'm, and and you recognize it. You know, like I, I might see somebody. Like I said, when you walk down the street, and you're like, "Wow, you're disheveled, Like, gosh, <laughs> do you have some self-respect? And now you know that self, that awareness, you can realize it and be like, "Okay, that's not
1: that. That's not my thought." I'm. I'm you know, and, and it's so, such good learning, such good learning lessons yeah. and, and so pain, yeah. so, so so painfully hard. Self, yeah. Self-awareness is, is, is hard. I, when I think of my daughter, um, she actually asked me if she could interview me this week because she was going to do a presentation in class and she decided on her own, probably not on her own. She's got some bias because she sees her mom working her tushy off for the last year right. half to get a business up. She decided to do a presentation about how women make 70 cents on the dollar compared to a man. And uh-huh. she would she asked her teacher if she could go in, she's in first year of college, but she asked her teacher if she could go in it without the class having the title of her presentation. So she basically went in and did this demonstration about a man had to carry a box across the room, a woman had to carry a box across the room, and she gave the man a dollar and the woman 70 cents. And, and I, I don't even know where she came up with this from. I mean, clearly she sees me really care about the things that I talk about, but she's yeah. developing her own understanding of the world in a way that is, is guided by her, her, her passion for what we're talking about. And I hope that she brings a lot of other women along with her. I hope that she is able to really be a leader in that space because I know that she has it in her to do that. I can't wait for her to meet you. She'll love you. Same. Yeah. That's why I get out of bed. You can <laughs> yeah. tell her. Yeah. Count on her. I'll
2: tell no her. No pressure. You can't you miss know, her. She, she... gets that from. She gets yeah. it from watching you, you know? Yeah. Cuz it's not like you just decided yesterday like, yeah, I want to empower women. It's like mm-hmm. no, you've been on that journey for quite a while
0: mm-hmm. and
2: that is what happens you know is like we are generally a reflection of our parents or those people who are closest to us in our upbringing and realizing how important you know those that those early years are and you know but we although we don't have to be because you know, there's a lot of people that don't have supportive yeah. parents like you and and she have so um you know uh doesn't mean that we're doomed but it definitely is something that usually people continue to repeat the cycle or get caught in that Mm. victim mentality of like, Oh, poor me. I grew up without this, or Mm. I was, you know, I suffered from that. And therefore this is how it is instead of saying, right, this is what that was. And now this is what this is. And, and moving forward and using that as rocket fuel instead of
1: setting yourself on fire. Mm. So that's a big mission. I have to tell you, you're 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 hitting some of the, to me some of the greatest challenges facing at least people of the United States. I'll say, and I spent 14 years in Canada, so I never say America. I say United States because Canadian we say Ameri- we, we say yeah. the U.S. I think this is a problem primarily. In, in, in maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but this is a big problem in North America. Our abilities to really look at the bigger picture of life and have gratitude for what we have, right? I mean, I, totally. Geez, we we have. What's the percentage of people in the world that don't even have access to running water? It's way higher than people yes, would think. It's the, a lot. And and so our our yeah. our daily. And I think that that is that is really the key to me. And and I I know that this is to you as well. That just being grateful for the things that we're blessed with, no matter where you are and what you have. It's it's a part of yeah. the journey to self-awareness. Yep. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is so. this has been so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you more Courtney. I know, is we kind of went down all sorts of different paths. <laughs> I and know.
2: All sorts of different things. I didn't even answer your question about sizing, but that's I okay. know. That's
1: uh, okay. The people will have know. to go to the website and figure it out for themselves. It's amazing. I think it's That's right. It's unique. We'll just leave that part hanging. But I do want to touch on your new partnership with the National Eating Disorders Association because I think that that is, man, I, I cannot tell you how many women in my 45 years of life that I personally have come across and, and experienced the painful journey of disordered eating. and I'm, I'm really excited that you're partnering with them.
2: So same. So am I. Uh, and it's funny because when we were running Camp Confidence, we were using in the body acceptance portion of the program uh, something called the Body Project, which was written by um, co- co-written by these two doctors. And I'd only found the the man; his name's Eric Stice. And I flew to Oregon, interviewed him, and you know, I won't say trained under him, but a little. he's he my mentor. And then, of course, found out um, once I got into Girl. And, and running that, found out the the other, you know, side of the operation was this woman named Dr. Carolyn Becker, and uh, she's a hoot. Now, you'll get to meet her. She'll she'll be at Girl Live, mm-hmm. and um, she actually um, introduced me to the folks at Nita, and they've given the rights over to Nita with the Body Project. And it's just so funny how these things come full circle. Mm-hmm. You know, as I was saying, it's like just remain open, goals, not controls. Granted, you know, this isn't uh, camp confidence, but what we're now doing is going to take the body project, which is a dissonance based intervention program to help teenage girls learn about body acceptance. So what we were talking about earlier with your 18 year old and understanding, you know, what the, um, what the risk is of chasing that thin ideal mm-hmm. and, you know, the truth behind it media and advertising and in catching that you know and, and um you know preventing that because prevention is so much cheaper than cure right. so much cheaper than cure and um we're, we're calling it the girl project along with some other things but then you know this will be our pilot program at girl live we're going to do our first facilitator training and we're going to you know train girls train Mm g-r-r-l-s are women to be facilitators in this program Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's uh it's great because so many women want to get involved somehow and i've always reticent to to do the whole code or you know ambassador thing because i just feel like it's you know excludes women and it turns people into walking billboards right so you know we did recently just open up an ambassador program for everybody so everybody has the opportunity to to make some coin for referrals and stuff but on a bigger scale on a deeper level I was like what can we do to give women the opportunity to give back you know I know when I got to Australia and I wanted to do some kind of volunteering I had to go to this agency and fill out like a docket of paper, like I was buying a house. I was like, do you want my blood type? I just want to mm. go feed the homeless people, like homeless, like, or, right. you know, walk some dogs, really? Right. And I found it really difficult to find ways to to give back. So this was just such a brilliant way to, you know, and then we're going to take this basically and, and tour around the U.S. and have this be a part of the, you know, the trainings and the meetings is, is giving women the opportunity to learn this and then take it back. And whether they're, you know, teachers or, you know, coaches or have their own business and just want to have like community groups, it doesn't matter. You can do anything. You don't have to have any prerequisites or any of that stuff, uh, minimal, um, materials needed, maybe a couple of magazines. It's so simple. And, uh, it's, you know,
1: so that it's really awesome. exciting. That sounds it awesome. really is. That's, that's for yeah. people that want to make impact. I mean, and you already yeah. know that you have an army of women that want to make impact. That's
2: right. That's right. And, you know, and that's the thing. It's like so many women are just, it gets older. I mean, it gets older. It gets easier as you get older in my experience, you know, because yeah. I spent the first, oh, I don't know how many years of my life from, you know, 12 until 30 really on a daily basis, being in my head, obsessed Mm. about what I ate, how I ate it, what I was going to eat again, how I was going to work it off, what my body Mm. looked like, you know, it's so tiring and to, to be able to, you know, change the conversation and change the paradigm. So your daughter doesn't have to go down that same route, you know, um, is really exciting to think about.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think that, you know, it's funny, my daughter is over six feet tall. So she has, oh, really, wow, right. She has been dealing with a whole slew of different issues oh. since she was young. She has spent her entire life with every single person that meets her not saying what a smart daughter you have, what a brilliant daughter you have. But oh, my, she's tall. Oh, look at how, her whole life. And, and um, I used to I can't remember. But when she was like, between the ages of like six and up, I had always had some really quirky, sarcastic remark to give people when they would yeah. say that. I would say something like, and doesn't she have such a great disposition? Like, isn't she so friendly? And I would say something to counteract every time they said that because I'm like, here, she's, she's a kid. She's going to grow up thinking she's a giant from every single person that meets her makes that common. Yep. And, and um, I, oh, it's, it, these are just things that we can work on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really like your partnership um, do you, do you call it Netta? Nita. Nita. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds great. It sounds to me like you're 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 still in the in the flow. You're letting you're letting whatever's coming guide you towards all of these amazing things, Courtney. That's right. That's right, girl. Just keep showing up and yeah. you know, it's like goals not the,
0: controls.
2: I love that's it. That's right. Goals not controls the universe will always provide and have an answer and I'm not in control. Just show me what to do. And that just always works out.
1: Well, it's been such a pleasure. I'm really excited to see you um, in
2: June. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. We're going to have an awesome time. The event is going to be off the hook full two days of absolute women empowerment and uh, yeah, get ready for the time of your life. It's gonna be great. So, what's the website? Where can people find you? Um, the we- oops, I said um the <laughs> website is girllive.com, and that's for the live event. And then, of course, our our clothing is girl.com and that's G triple R L, G R R R L. So, there's a bit of a gir in there, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's that's the the best. The, That's the, the, the best two best resources, you know, and of course our social media on Instagram and Facebook, we always put out great media and, and content and inspiring stuff. And you know, my, my stuff is out there. It's pretty easy. It's just Courtney underscore Olson. You, you'll figure out how to spell that. Um, yeah. I'm sure. And, um, yeah, come, come get a dose of authenticity yeah. and, uh, and realness. It's, I'm going to put
1: all of this, I'm going to put all of your contact information in the show notes and um, I will make sure that, you know, anybody that contacts me that is looking to get in touch with you or follow you or has a question for you that they find a way to find you. And um, thank you, Courtney. This is, this has just been great. I like where you're going. I like what you're doing. I am so excited to be behind you 100% of the way. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And so my friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Grit and Grace. Um, If you're on iTunes, please feel free to give us a a comment or a rating. And if you are on theladieschitchatclub.com, I would love to hear from you. And if you need more information on how to find this amazing woman or more details about the events that are coming, please just feel free to hit me up and I will introduce you. And my friends, go be fierce. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to visit our new subscription box site, Grit, Grace and Glory at GX3box.com. There you can find out how you can sign up to receive monthly inspiration, education and some special stuff to help celebrate you. And the best part is every box will have a contribution to a nonprofit or social enterprise because we all know we like to be our best.